Hey, this is Carolyn Hennessy, and you are listening to TV Confidential. Oranges, oranges, who said? Oranges, oranges, who said? Oranges, oranges, who said? There ain't no rhyme for oranges. Ed Robertson welcoming you back. TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. Great Airbar is with us for this segment. As we remember, Billy Hayes. Billy Hayes, the actress who was part of the fabric of many of our lives, particularly those of us who grew up watching the live-action Saturday morning shows, brought to us in the 1970s by Sid and Marty Croft. Billy Hayes passed away this past Thursday, April 29th, at the age of 96. Billy Hayes, of course, played Witchy Poop in both the H.R. Puff and Stuff Saturday morning TV series and the 1969 feature motion picture, Puff and Stuff. She also played Weenie the Genie on Lidsville and appeared in other Sid and Marty Croft shows. Billy Hayes, also an accomplished voice actress on many animated movies and TV series. While early in her career, she played Mammy Yoakum in the Broadway production of Lil Abner and reprised that role in the movie version and on television. Joining us now is our friend Marty Croft of Sid and Marty Croft Productions. Marty, it is safe to say that Billy Hayes is almost synonymous with Sid and Marty Croft Productions, wasn't she? Oh, absolutely. She was the best. Nobody like her. As a matter of fact, when we had Margaret Hamilton on Sigmund and the Sea Monsters, she went out of a way to say, you know what? Everybody thought I was the best witch ever, but Billy Hayes is. That is high praise indeed. Um, you know, all the other things go with it, too. She was just very special. Very, very special. Um, I understand that she was an actor's actress and that she was very supportive of the other people that she was working with, whether she was, whether she was the lead or whether she was a supporting player. Very supportive actress. Yeah, that was her. How did she come to be cast as Witchy Poo? Was she, was she always the first choice? Well, when she came in, she got up on our desk and swallowed it, so we knew that that was the one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think, uh, what's her name from Laverne and Shirley? She came, uh, Laverne. Uh, oh, Penny? Penny, yeah, Penny Marshall. Ah. She okay. had several auditions, but nobody could beat Billy Hayes. That was like an instant yes. Yeah, she just, she really made the character her own. She brought her life, and there was something about her that just resonated with the kids, big time. Very much so. She also had a great sense of timing in the style of the great comedians, Lucille Ball, Carol Burnett, Milton Berle. Uh, you worked with some of the greatest in uh, in your day uh, in Las Vegas and on stage. Oh, you know, we worked with most of those people you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's something about Billy. She didn't really get the credit of who she was because, you know, I think it started because she was in a kid show. And, you know, so everybody's in love with killing guns and ammo and everything. So this was a kid show. And, you know, I think for what it was, and it lasted, you know, until right today. Puff and Stuff is still in demand, and I, in fact, want to do a, a movie of it, and we just don't know how we want to do it today. So we're working on that right now. But Billy Hayes was, you know, she, she ranked with all those people you mentioned. Lucille Ball, which she was a home run, and Carol Burnett was a home run. 
you know, and of course I was very close to Lucille Ball. Uh, you know, she used to call me up when she was ready to go out and say, come on over to the house. You'll come up to my bathroom while I'm putting my makeup on. <laughs> That's what I used to do with Lucille Ball. And then, of course, I was close with Lucy Arnaz, her kid. Not the boy, really, but her, the kid. And, uh, of course, Lucille, you know, I used to see all the time at Paramount, but we became fairly close. It was, she was another trip. I guess I, you know, was very uh, into uh, getting close to old comedians. Plus, I even had Richard Pryor for a kid's show. Now, yes. that was, no one got that one. But I had to live through that, but he was also <laughs> talented. Marty Croft is with us, uh, along with Greg Airbar, Marty Croft, Sid Marty Croft Productions. Marty Croft sharing a few memories of his friend, Billy Hayes, Billy Hayes passed away Thursday, April 29th at the age of 96. I, I guess in showbiz parlance, Marty, Billy had a long run. I think uh, in, in life, she yeah. had a long run. I, you know, look, uh, I didn't know this was coming. You know, Jack Wilde died a couple of years ago. So I guess it be the only two left. <laughs> You mentioned that if all goes well, there may be a new Puff and Stuff movie in the works. As I recall, the original Puff and Stuff, you sold that without benefit of a pilot. Well, you know, what we did then, the pilots were like showing them the whole show, how it looked. We didn't really sell them with scripts. We sold them with how the whole thing looked, how the characters looked. So a lot of our shows we called pilots, to it, but that's the way we did it. And it worked. So with Puff and Stuff, this was after we worked on the banana splits, you know, and NBC and Kellogg's and Coke were coming to our factory when we were doing the banana splits. And so the head of NBC, Coca-Cola, and Kellogg's, they all, you know, came and watched the progression of the banana splits. And then the head of NBC came to me and said, hey, do your own show next. Come bring it to me and we'll do it. And that was Puff and Stuff. And that was Puff and Stuff. Marty Croft is with us. Marty Croft, co-executive producer and co-creator of HR Puff and Stuff and Puff and Stuff, the movie, along with his brother Sid Croft. Billy Hayes played Witchy Poo on HR Puff and Stuff and Puff and Stuff, the movie. Billy Hayes passed away Monday, May 3rd at the age of 96. And Marty is with us today sharing a few memories of his friend, Billy Hayes. Greg? A lot of people don't realize that long before there were characters in theme parks that we know now, you guys were putting characters in, in public places long before and kind of helped create that idea. Oh, yeah. We've been putting people in suits for a long time, all of our little people. So a lot of people used to mix up the puppets and the little people in the puppets. So they always would say, oh, Sid Marty, their puppets are lifelike. Of course, there's a little person in <laughs> One of the reasons that Puff and Stuff and many of the other shows were so appealing and continue to be, and Billy has something to do with that too, is that I was really a little too old for it when it was on a couple, by a couple of years. My parents loved the show and the movie, and it was because it was funny to the kids, but it was funny to us. You you laughed at Witchy Pooh because she was such a lousy witch. Right. And you felt bad for her because you knew she was going to fail. 
but you kind of liked her too. That was what you guys came up with that they're just starting to do now with the sympathetic right. villain. Well, you know, I had a very close friend before I did television, at least our own shows. We had done television before that. Uh, and his name was Cy Rose. And Cy Rose was a producer, writer, and directed some of some major sitcoms, you know, from McHale's Navy to uh, just, I can't, if you look him up, Cy Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So I asked Cy, I said, Cy, we've never done a show before of our own. Could you come in and help us? He was kind of towards the end of his career because he probably had a lot of money by then. <laughs> <laughs> so he did, you know, he, he did good and was a fabulous person and was a, very few writers can write one-liners, jokes. Mm-hmm. They're all horrible. This guy knew how to do it. So we really, we always did our shows above the heads of kids, but never losing them. So the comedy that you talk about that lasted, if you look at Puff and Stuff today, just the first episode, you'll see some real funny stuff that holds up today. So that's, you know, that's, I think, part and parcel of when we got the high school kids and the college kids at the beginning. As a matter of fact, I was sending tapes of the shows to London because the Beatles wanted to see them. Oh, wow. So, in fact, I wound up buying Paul McCartney and Brian Epstein's Rolls Royce. I bought the last one made by hand. (laughs) Like an idiot, I sold it $1,000, and I think it just sold for $300,000. So everything I always bought, I did good. Everything I always sold, I did bad, whether a house or anything. And we've mentioned this before, far as your track record for uh, selling pilots, only Joe DiMaggio had a better uh, uh, yeah. batting average than you and Sid. We actually didn't. No baseball, even Ted Williams did. <laughs> you know, our batting average was like, I don't know, 20 pilots and 17 shows on the air and 15 were hits. So the, I always say that we had a better batting average than any baseball player. And by the way, I had relationships with Joe DiMaggio and Ted Williams, mm-hmm. personal. Yeah, because you grew DiMaggio up... when I was 14, and, uh, or 13 or 14, and Ted Williams when I was in my early 20s. I went to his house in the Keys on a yacht with Sinatra and his wife and Tony Martin and Sid Charisse. So I showed up there, and then I bonded with Ted Williams. And I was a Red Sox fan, so that was the biggest thing for me. Marty Croft is with us, sharing a few memories of his uh, friend Billy Hayes, and we're talking about some of the other great shows from Sid and Marty Croft. Uh, Billy Hayes, the actress known around the world as Witchy Poo on Puffin' Stuff, and Weenie the Genie on Lidsville. Billy Hayes died Thursday, April 29th at the age of 96. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. We're talking about how the genius of the Sid and Marty Croft shows was they appealed to both kids and adults. Very much the same thing was going on with Lidsville because with all the kooky hats, you would have, you had one who was doing like a Bogart impression. So you would have a lot of one-liners that uh, the grown-ups would get while the kids were just enjoying all the hats moving. We we actually had a development deal at DreamWorks with uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg on Lidsville and then we were there for about a year and a half, and the reason it didn't get made, I think, is that they decided to sell the company uh-huh. okay, to Universal. So anyway, so that's what we live with all the time. Timing is everything. Yeah. Greg? But you know, that, that original Puff and Stuff movie has grown in stature and has an enormous following, and 
actually, Billy really dominates that movie too because she's she is at the very beginning, she's at the very end, she's kind of the star of it, and it has one of the greatest musical scores that Charles Fox did. It, it really does. It, it's yeah, we uh, brought him out from New York. In fact, right after he did the movie, him and Norman Kimball, they wrote a small song called Killing Me Softly. <laughs> so Charlie's a close pal of mine. I always see him. Yeah. He did about 100 movies. Yeah. No, this guy is beyond special. He was this guy that was nothing like Charlie Fox. Yeah, and uh, Charles Fox with many of his great themes, like the great themes for the Sid and Marty Croft shows. I mean, that's part of the fun of watching those shows. We remember those theme songs. Right. Is you know, it? what's weird is I can go out on Broadway and stop somebody and say, hey, can you sing me the Puffin' Stuff theme song? <laughs> Four out of ten people can. So I must have those 40 million fans out there that I keep telling people I've got. You do. You do. I do. If I got a Maybe. dollar from each one of them, I wouldn't be speaking with you. <laughs> Maybe that, maybe Broadway. Having a good time. There you go. Well, we're very lucky that you're spending part of your day with us, Marty. Okay, well, that's good. Well, listen, I'm actually done. You did the whole interview. Put it on. Greg, do you have any more questions for Marty? No, I just want to tell you that and I, I'm, you hear this 40 billion times, so it's not the first time, but I just owe a lot of the greatest moments of my life to what you and your brother have created. Well, that's, hey, that feels good. You know where I can cash in? <laughs> <laughs> so far, we never were in for the money, and we still aren't. <laughs> I was never, you know, my father always said, if the only problem you have in life is money, you have no problem. Mm -hmm. Except in the last, at the end of the month. <laughs> Marty Croft, it is always a joy to talk to you. This was a sad occasion, but nonetheless, we are very glad that you spent part of your day talking to us and sharing I'm, from memories of I'm your... I'm going to end with one experience. Go ahead. It came from my dad. He always said, never, ever give up, because if you give up on Tuesday, there is no Wednesday, and Wednesday could have been the day. That is... So th that's what I tell any young people that are out there. Don't ever give up. If someone tells you to give up, get rid of them. Yes, the word no has no place in the creative process. What do you mean? Well, meaning if you're with a group of creative people, whether you're trying to make a film or make a TV show, all ideas are good initially because sometimes the best idea comes from someone that you hadn't thought of. Hey, it can come from the janitor. Yes. Who cares? A great idea is a great idea no matter where it comes from. Okay. If you have no ego, you take it. Yes, yes. And that... hopefully you pay for it. <laughs> that is what I meant when I said that you know there's there is no uh, right. there's no place for the word no in the in the creative. Right. To keep up with the world of Sid and Marty Croft, go to SidandMartyCroft.com. Marty, thank you again for joining us and spending part of your day talking about your friend Billy Hayes. So, okay, so thanks for doing this. You guys were great. And I appreciate it. kind of fan mail do you get from the little people? Oh, marvelous. Oh, I love that fan mail. I'm the Ann Landers of the witch world. <laughs> I am. The kids, the kids write me 
And I don't know why they picked the witch to write to unless they figure, you know, either she's so dumb, she'll give me a funny answer, or she's so smart, I'll get out of trouble, right? But they'll ask me all kinds of questions. One little girl said to me, she said, I have pictures of Jack Wilde all over my room, and my mother says he's very homely, and I'm to take those pictures off the wall. What shall I do, witchy poo? So I said, well, tell mama that you must not judge a person's character by the way they look. First of all, he isn't homely, he's a gentleman, and I think perhaps your mother, you know, in this particular uh, instance, is, you know, should think twice about it. I got a letter from the mother thanking me, saying I was wrong, the pictures stay up. Ah, what a feeling of power. <laughs> Makes you feel great. Actress Billy Hayes from a 1969 interview with television reporter Bobby Wygant giving an example of the kind of fan mail she received from young viewers at the time she played Witchy Poo on H.R. Puffin Stuff. Audio courtesy the Bobby Wygant Archive channel on YouTube. Billy Hayes passed away Thursday, April 29th. But at the age of 96, we'll talk some more about the career of Billy Hayes. We come back on TV Confidential. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-890-1032. 800-890-1032. That's 800-890-1032. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit FrontPorchRealtyGroup.com for more information on how they can help you.